Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl, BD. It's Foreign's the fiancé. And we are back. Um, Today, okay. we are actually doing a credits episode. Um, And it's about a case that we've mentioned in passing a couple of times on the podcast, but we thought we'd actually kind of get into it as much as possible. There's not a, um, a documentary on it um, at the moment. There is a movie, but like... It's not a documentary, and so... Have you watched the movie? No, have you? No, but I want to watch it. Yeah, Loki, I was like, we should have probably watched it before we did this. But it's fine, we can all watch it together. No, nah, because the movie probably isn't... I mean, it's based on the case, but no, it's, it's not... No, it's not even a movie. It's, it's, it's kind of like a documentary, but it's like a documentary movie where they basically... Because I watched the trailer yeah. of it. They basically just discuss... Anyway, let's get into it. So in this credits episode, we are going to talk about the case of Joyce Vincent. We've mentioned her before in other um, episodes, kind of just in passing. She is a lady who... Was. She was, wow, that part. She was uh, a lady who was found dead in her apartment um, three years or so after she actually died. Um, I don't know why I thought it was like 20 years. I'm so stupid. No, no, it was three years. It was three years. I know, I know. I think it was just under three years. Um, Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It was just proper sad. And my whole thing with this, and it's not even really a case, I guess it's a story because case closed kind of thing, um, Mm. is that my whole thing, Thing initially was oh it's proper sad because how can you go missing for that long and like no one knows or no one cares like blah 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 and like reading up about it is very much not that um yeah we find out a bit about i said we find out oh i'm really in documentary mode um i read a bit about her mm-hmm. um she her name is joyce carol vincent she was born on the 19th of october 1965 in west london i think hammersmith um and she kind of grew up around them ends she was like a vibrant vibacious babe very talented yeah, she lived very musical literally living la vida loca she was in like backstage in a music video um she met nelson mandela like she really lived her best life like she was really that bitch yeah she did live she yeah. went to school obviously left at 16 like most of us do but she didn't have any qualifications so like mm. she was really doing that music industry babe like this is you know i mean but when they say you don't have any qualifications what does that mean like, like no you obviously went to Ah, so you didn't sit your exams or you sat them and you failed all of them? Either way, you left and you didn't have any GCSEs. (laughs) That's what that means. (laughs) So it seems like maybe it's a thing where she was like, fuck this, I'm a music babe and that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Like, I watched the trailer of the um, film about her. It's called uh, Dreams of a Life. Let me just confirm that that's right. Yeah. It is. Dreams of a Life. Um, And she, in there, people were just saying, you know, she could sing really, really well. I watched the trailer of it and like there was one guy and he was like, you know, people would say that she looked like Whitney Houston. She doesn't. That she looked like Whitney Houston. But I thought she looked prettier than her. I mean, Joyce Vincent is a very beautiful woman. Um, yeah. Very beautiful woman. It's sad that she was so young when she died. Um, but yeah, so she left about qualifications. She's a music babe. She was really living her best life. Like she, she, and she had jobs. Like she was a secretary at first. Like yeah. and she, she even was working for EY at one point. She worked there she for was four paid. years in the Treasury Department. And then in March 2001, she resigned. And we don't know why she resigned. Yeah. Also, but they're like, they're like hints of like domestic violence at the time going on in her life. And I feel like the stuff that happened after that is probably indicative of 
the fact that she was maybe in an abusive relationship. Yes, and I think that's ultimately where this is going because what happens is that um, she dies, right? And no one knows that she's dead. The only reason they know that she's dead, the reason they find her on the 25th of January 2006 is because the bailiffs come a-knocking, right? So the bailiffs come knocking because she hasn't paid. And they have this reenactment in the film, which, again, I haven't seen, but you see it in the trailer, where, like, um, the camera is inside the house. So our point of view is that we're seeing inside the house while the bailiff is breaking it. Not breaking. Well, yeah, breaking. Mm. Breaking into the house. And there's, like, a massive mountain of pile of letters at the door. So, like, the bailiff is having to, like, push past all these letters to get into the house. Because, mm. of course, it's been, like, three years and sis has just been in the house that whole time, dead, and nobody knows. So they're like, okay, well, you know, they come to kind of collect on their missed rents. Monies. But I just wonder how big that pile of letters would would be. Like, if I was to not, like, if we were to not, like, whatever, for two years, how par- how high would that pile be? It would be high. Because even think about it, it's not all just, like, people who actually need yeah, to speak to you. Like it's also junk as well. next and shit, yeah. So much junk. Like I literally will clear up and get rid of everything. And then, like, by the time I come home from work, there's more. Mm. So I can imagine that it's yeah. just... I can imagine that it's a lot, like, a whole lot of, um... Of, um... Letters. Thingy. Stuff there. Because that's just wild. So, yeah, that's how they find her, really. Which is very indicative of the world in which we live um they're like you owe us money you owe us rent and that's how they find her (laughs) so this episode is kind of just trying to discuss the case as a whole you know what happened and things like that in terms of her death like why she died they think that either it was an asthma attack or it was something to do with a peptic ulcer so she had an ulcer in her stomach that she had gone to hospital for and they thought maybe it was complications from that and then she wasn't able to get any help and then she died and then no one found her. And I remember, I don't know if it was, if I said it on this podcast or if I would just said it to you before, but um, I was watching this, um, this one of these crime shows that we watch, yeah? And it was kind of like, this woman died, she choked on cereal. She lived alone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you told me And she me choked this. on cereal and that's how she just died, yeah? And I just think to myself, like, right, living alone is really a gamble. Because for, for the most part, it's not going to take you three years to be discovered. But to just die there and nobody knows how you died. Yeah. And it's just something so... And some of them, some of these deaths are, like, avoidable if you just had somebody that would help yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. If you just had someone there to notice that they're, that they that helped me yeah. to be called. It's crazy. Yeah. But the biggest thing that it's I... Like an epi- it's like an episode of Sex and the City I was watching and, like, Miranda was... You don't watch Sex and the City, right? No, I've seen it. Okay, Miranda. I don't know if you remember this episode, but she was like I having she was a, by herself. Like, meltdown. Yeah, yeah, and then she choked on like some sweet and sour chicken. And she had to like use the chair to to do the Heim mm-hmm. Heimrich. Heim- yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like that, and that's why I'm just like, yeah, nah, living alone is not for me. Like, and I'm so clumsy as well. I definitely would be the person to like slip in the bath and fall. And like it. that would be my like. I think so many times that's probably how I'd go out because I'm like. That's my bag. So Yeah, but I think you would definitely be found pretty soon. Like, if I hadn't heard from you in two days, I'd be like... Or if you hadn't tweeted some dumb shit. Yeah, but then I'd be dead. Yeah, but Whereas if you had been there with me, yeah. I'd have been alive. Well, yeah, maybe. Depends if you hit your head on the way down or not. Then there's nothing I could have yeah, done. Yeah, if I hit my head, even if you, if you call the ambulance quickly, That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well... But if it's, if it's two days... If it's two days, I'll probably be dead. Fair. No, but what I'm saying is that if it had been two days, even if it had been a day and a half, yeah, and I didn't see some dumb tweet, I would have been like, okay, something is not right, and I would have come. This bitch is dead. Oh, I'd be like, she's, she's dead, dead now. She has to be. Or she's on route death because... 
There is no explanation. If you're not, if you're not in the air, then it must have been that you died. <laughs> but I think one of the biggest things about this is that, like, she actually had family who cared about her. When I first heard about this, mm-hmm. and, and this is the kind of story you hear about in passing, like, you don't even have a name to the story. It's just, oh, there's this woman who died and nobody found her for ages. And, like, now we know that her mm-hmm. name is Joyce Carol Vincent and we know a lot about her. She was, I think, the youngest of five girls. Um, her parents uh, emigrated from Grenada and she... Um, unfortunately lost her mum when she was only 11 so her four older sisters kind of took responsibility for her upbringing and I know what you're thinking four older sisters and nobody knew where you were kind of thing but it's not it's it's not to say that she had a shit family or she was at odds with her family like they they she kind of it seemed and this is not to victim blame she kind of was um was um reclusive reclusive yeah she was kind of like pulling away from her family and i think this ties in pretty well with the whole theory of her being in an abusive relationship i mean i think we can conclude that she was in an abusive relationship at some point because she had stayed in like a domestic um violence shelter violence before the bedsit that she um was found in living in which was in wood green did you see that yeah, it was. I was saying this. These are all these things are so local, you know. Well, to me, I was like, "Raw, with green." Well, not local, local, but like yeah, but like with green. All... I'm very familiar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not your ends anymore. North yeah, West. I mean, with green was never my ends because it's North London and I'm from Northwest, and they're not the same thing. So. It's wait, is is wood green not Northwest? No, it's North. Really? Yeah. I just assumed it was Northwest. It's like down the road from Tottenham. Tottenham is North. Is it? Yeah, wood green is definitely North. Oh, I thought it was Northwest. I don't know why I thought it was Northwest. No, North. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she kind of was starting to like, kind of like, become more of a recluse, you know. And and we've heard that. Oh, I keep saying we've heard. We haven't heard anything. We haven't heard a thing. <laughs> we've read that she was kind of like that bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like she was really a bad bitch. Like she was really like about her life, and she kind of tended to just sort of slowly, slowly become a shell of herself. She detached herself from her family. There wasn't any any problem. There wasn't any beef or anything. She just kind of, like, detached herself. And I think it's important in situations like that with people you love. Like, I think it's important to give people space because they will, you know, come around when they want to come around. But also, like, checking in on people and making sure that they're good yeah if if there's been a change in someone's life and like now things are different maybe checking in you know if they're in a relationship and now things you know they don't do the things they used to like to do stuff like that i think i think it's important to just check it's important in. yeah yeah because you never actually know and sometimes you don't know until it's too late exactly um, and i think that was i mean it wasn't the case here because they were trying to like they even hired a private investigator yeah. like, they were on it, trying to find out what was going on with their sister. And um, that thing was so sad because the private investigator found where she lived, but didn't find her. And it's like... He's shit, though. So... Because... Well, I guess he's not shit because he can't break down the door. He doesn't have any legal... Jurisdiction. Like, power. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. But I, the thing yeah. is, I think that she probably was dead by the time that he even found where she lived. Because if he had found yeah, where course. she lived and, like, was staking it out and, like, trying to find where, where like, wherever, he would have maybe seen her coming in and out of the building or he would have bumped into her or something. But, like, of course, if mm. she's dead, she's not she's not going anywhere. So, And do you know what? This story is actually... I don't know how to word this, but it gives you the other side of, like, when we watch crime documentaries where people are missing and then they die, yeah. you don't think about the 
other side of it, which is their family looking for them and all the things they go through. Like this story, I never really processed it. Like rather, her family was really looking for her. They had private investigators. They were sending letters, everything, because they genuinely didn't know where she was. So they must have had thoughts where they were like, she might have been kidnapped. She might have been murdered. All sorts. But because it's not nefarious in the sense that she, I mean, obviously it's sad. She died at a young age by herself, but like she wasn't murdered or something. It doesn't, you don't think in your head like rather, like the family, what they were going through during that time. Whereas like obviously where you hear these crime shows where people have been murdered and they find their body like five years later or something yeah. you think oh my gosh imagine what that family was going through so that was something that struck me yeah. actually about this case and i think also like there's the fear of oh what she's been kidnapped what if this what if that but then also the fear of like rah she really doesn't fuck with us like it must have been at some point yeah. you're thinking like rah she really doesn't want us to find her like she doesn't give a fuck like yeah in the trailer there were people who were like this woman was so fabulous. Like, she probably had gone off to live somewhere nice and was living her best life. Like, they, she, she wasn't so downtrodden crazy. in their view of things. You know what I mean? She didn't see... There was even a, um, an article that I read and it was like, she's not the typical person that you'd expect to be found years after she died. She's not an old person with no family. She's not a drug addict. Mm. Like, she's not like, you know, um, any of those sorts of people in society that you would deem, oh, actually, yeah, okay, it kind of makes sense. No one found you for ages. Mm. You know, she's not on the outskirts of society. Like, she literally was, like, I think she was 38. But they're saying, they're saying that she was so fabulous and stuff like that. So this must have been a really drastic change because by the time she died, she was... She had, like, obviously nothing wrong with being on benefits, but she was... She'd gone from, like, working and whatever to being on benefits and then she had some sort of, like, domestic um, violence, abuse support or something like that. Yeah. Um, so she must have, re- there must have been something. It's shocking to me that so many people didn't pick up on this. And it just goes to show, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if she judged people in her life, but like, if all these people knew her and she was so fabulous, how did no one cotton on that, like, bro, this babe, like, are we sure she's okay? Yeah, but maybe everyone like, just they didn't clock that- the changes in her behavior. Like, this is random, but like, when my granddad died, I obviously went off Twitter and stuff like that. And I had people like from Twitter who were like sending me messages and being like, oh, like, this is what people are tweeting, like, they miss you, da da da. da. And I'm not saying I'm a celebrity or anything. But then I feel like if I suddenly went completely the opposite way, bare people would be like, would have noticed. So, how close were these people? Yeah, to bare her? people on social media. Right? Not just social media, but, like, even in my personal life. I mean, I feel you, but, like, I feel like this is... Okay, this wasn't in the olden days, but this was, like, 2000 and... 2000, maybe to say 2000. Yeah. Two, let's say 2000 to 2003 is when this change happened, mm. yeah. I think that everybody thought... You know when it's kind of, like, it's no one's problem because everyone thinks it's everyone else's problem? Not that it's a problem, but, yeah. like, I, like, say, for example, you're not... You're, like, reclusive or whatever. I might think, oh, yeah, cool, well you'll chat to Chazam or you'll chat to Abner or like, do, do you know what I mean? There's other people who are, who are looking yeah. at me. Even if I'm not checking for you, like I'm sure other people are checking for you. Like I'm sure you're fine, you know? So it's kind of like mm. everyone probably just thought, and also everyone's doing their own shit most likely and not really thinking. True. I just, I just thought like when it comes to things like birthdays and so what, one birthday, two birthday, nothing. Not even just mm. her birthday, but it's my birthday, yeah, and you haven't called me for two birthdays. Like, I know something is wrong because there's no way you in your right mind would not wish me a happy birthday yeah. two, three years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know even what I mean? Even, like, Christmas, New Year's, everything to is crazy. Even speaking of Christmas, she had, and this is why it makes it even more confusing, when they found her body, she was on the sofa. Well, yeah, she was on the sofa. She was a skeleton by that point, And it was skeletal remains they found. The TV was still on on BBC One. The heating was still on and there was... Um, Do you know how many EastEnders episodes fact, they had moved on? The storyline must have changed uh, you know, so much. You know they don't do ads on BBC. Um, 
And so, yeah, and so she also had, like, a pile of Christmas presents that had been wrapped up. Um, so clearly... And it's just like, who are those presents that's for? That's what I'm saying. Clearly she was going somewhere. To, she was giving them to someone. Yeah. So then when that when she when she didn't turn up to that someplace, then was nobody like, uh, babes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll never know what people did and didn't do or, or, or how it went. They concluded that she died um, in December 2003. Um, mm. And the reason they were able to conclude that uh, was um, because in the fridge there was food that had expired in 2003 so i guess they just kind of deduced that that's when she must have died like they have her date of birth but her death date is just december 2003 there's no date yeah there's no exact date yeah because they yeah. don't know wow it's so sad it's really sad it's really sad and i think the, the fact that she wasn't filed for three years kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that she died yeah and that's really and sad. I just think about her body sitting there, like on New Year's, they would have had like the New Year's thing playing on BBC, and then it would have been like summer, then Christmas, and just Everything. and her body's just there. Yeah, and the heating was on, and I just weren't there flies or something. There was, like, but apparently it was just a shipbuilding anyway. Like, because even you think to yourself, like, wouldn't people be like, "Raw, this TV is on all the time," but it was just a noisy yeah. building. It was a bit of a shipbuilding. Like, no one really know. Like, it smelled kind of funny anyway. So no one was like, "Oh." But then I just Do you think know how the smell shitty of... it must be to stink. Yeah, right? I was, and then the smell of decomposed oh. flesh must be worse. Really bad because, like, I've never smelled a body, and I don't ever want to. But I've like, obviously, you know when meat goes off, like, you know what that smell is, and it's rancid. Like, sorry, random. But did you see that whole thing floating around about the guy that like he died, and then they had his body in the club? So I saw, like, the video start and it was, like, showing his feet because it was kind of like a pan up towards him. Mm. And whenever I would see that, I would just scroll past it because I was like, I don't want to be seeing dead bodies on my timeline. Yeah, I did, so I didn't know what it was. So I was... <laughs> oh, curiosity killed the work. I literally... Fam, I literally watched it and I was like, why is this guy just standing there, like, um... Oh, did he not look dead? Like... Um, after a while, I clocked... But because the lighting, so the light, because it was a club, mm, the light, the lighting was actually good, but it was like red and green. Mm. So you couldn't see like that. You can't see his skull, skin tone, which I can guess would be off. Mm. And you couldn't see like his eyes, whether they were open or closed, because he had these like glasses on. So I was just thinking, why is this guy randomly just standing there screwing yeah. when everybody else is in the club? And I was like, oh my days, like this guy is actually dead. And like they've propped him up. Like it was, so, it was so horrific. And I was reading on Twitter and, like, one of the girls in the club was like, yeah, like, the manager, nobody knew they were doing that. Like, nobody knew. They just came to work and next day and they're, like, in a room with, like, a dead body. And, like, people that were there were like, yeah, like, his... He he was, like, melting in there. Melting or decomposing? Well, you know, you know when people say melt, like, when you say, oh, I'm melting when it's hot, like, obviously they don't mean melting, but his body probably was, like, defrosting... For lack of a better word, because you know, like obviously, when you're in a morgue, it's all yeah, yeah, it's all cold and stuff. So, like, they were like his mouth was opening because obviously it's not set anymore Mm -hmm. because it's like defrosting, and the makeup as well they probably had on him. Like, do people like yeah? Somebody should do a documentary on some of these things though, because I've seen a lot of stuff. Like, they took who was the guy the rapper? They took his body into a strip club. I mean. He was in the casket, but it'd be interesting to see the different way. Yeah, people... I think death and death in different cultures is 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 different. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah. celebrate death differently. Like it means different things. So it's kind of just like our Western, like oh, clutching my pearls, a dead body. I mean, that was America. Well, Western though. That's the Western world, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be different I to mean, other places. 
I get mourn how you want to mourn and everything, but that was just. But was it the club just of his people, or was it just like other people just going to the club? That I think it was his people. Oh right, okay. But I wouldn't go. Like if it was me and they were like, oh yeah, yeah, like no, I'm not going. Yeah, but clearly the people who were there were down for the cause in it. Oh, of course, yeah. Like kudos to that. I can't imagine anyone in your life being like, hey, this is what she'd want. No, I don't even like the club, so that would be like my worst nightmare. Damn, (laughs) that would be the ultimate disrespect. But yeah. 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 There was another case like that actually in the UK recently. Um it was in South London, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was in Peckham. Yeah, yeah. She found dead as well. How many years was that? I'm not sure, let me check. So, um there was another case. The skeleton of a sixty one year old woman was reportedly found on her sofa more than two years after neighbours in South East London reported a terrible smell. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> I'm interested to know more about her case as well, actually. That was recent. They reported that, like, end of Feb. Yeah, it was recent. I really want to know more about that. So, yeah, if they do so crazy. give us... They haven't, even, they haven't released their name. Yeah, they haven't. If they do give us more information, um, we'll do a credits on that one as well. It's so sad, man. It's sad. It's just sad because I think about, like, life and all the people I, like love and having life and you know the people Can I, I say love that again? Sorry? I said it's sad because I think about life and the people I love and the people I have in life and the people that you know I hope love me too um, and I'm just like I can't imagine dying and like it's just unnoticed for two years I mean obviously like in her case in Joyce's case her family did try to reach her and they just couldn't um, mm. but yeah it's just sad because there's some people who don't have people to reach them. Like, yeah. That is a genuine thing. It's sad. This case as well was like, they, there's a bit where they talk about her boyfriend. They're like, oh, her boyfriend couldn't be located. How do you it's just... Like, so how... What? So you're in a relationship. Your girlfriend dies. And what? No one can find you to tell you. Like, been... I'm not trying to do conspiracy theory, theory and say that she was killed or whatever. I can imagine that she died of natural causes and yeah. then nobody found her for ages, yeah. But like, I think that her being in whatever relationship she was in contributed to the fact that nobody found her because she had been so isolated, it seemed, from everything else. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know who that boyfriend was. um, Exactly. Because he seems like he was a shtick, for lack of a better word. Yep, 100%. And I guess because it's not the times of, like, Facebook... Facebook. Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Like So, like, if I... Actually, to be fair... If I didn't have people in my life, nobody would know who my fiancé was because I don't tag him or post him or yeah anything. So actually, even in today's world, it would Even be now, different. yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, your fiancé is not abusing you, so there's that. There's that. There is that. But yeah, guys, that was the case. Um, Obviously, go and read up about it. I will be watching the movie and hopefully the next episode we do, I would have watched it and I can be like, yeah, I watched it. It was really good. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was just, I don't know, like her case, like all her story really haunts me because I just think about it. like every picture I see of her, she was so full of life. Like I could imagine walking past yeah. her in the street, like, mm-hmm. and then she just died like that. And I just imagine like, cause there must've been a moment where she knew she was dying and then she just died. And then it's so sad. It's a very eerie kind of feeling. I think the film, like at first... Because the film isn't isn't made wasn't made by 
someone in her family or to you know mm. to pay tribute to her like in that way it was just some random woman who read the story in the newspaper and was like rah we need to find out more about this yeah mm. and at first i was like okay why like why would you be the one to be telling mm. her story like you don't even know her but i i had to kind of check myself and be like okay i kind of understand it because it's like i kind of feel that way that her story should have been told yeah like to just be in the newspaper not even your name just woman dies found three years after whatever I think that that film is is um, was a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it, so I cannot vouch to it. But it looks tastefully done, from what I've seen as well. I mean, they used it looks tastefully done, like they yeah. use legit actors like and stuff like that. So I hope that it's good when I watch it. But um, yeah, it's sad, and I'd be really interested to know more about the woman who died in Peckham. So if we learn anything, guys, we will definitely update you via Instagram or we will do a credits. Sure will. Um, apologies, guys, for my nasally voice today. I feel like I'm sick. <laughs> it's pending. Again, like, I was just sick in February. Yeah. Like, what is this? I don't know, man. You need a week of just lying on your bed and doing nothing else. I do. I think that's what it is. I think I'm just run down. I've been doing too much. Mm. Okay, so what are we doing next? We are doing job fished. Yes, catfished, but actually. for jobs. <laughs> but for Jesse, it's even the name is so ridiculous. That's how you know it's about to be ridiculous. It's available <laughs> on BBC iPlayer. Um, I watched it already. It's so ridiculous. Okay. Like at the end, I was just like, "What, what did I watch? have I just watched?" But um, yeah, that would be a bit more lighthearted because this was not. But no, I'm glad that we discussed this because I think we've always mentioned it in passing. Haven't even given her a name, and like now we're able to sort of report and tell her story. Yep. Um but yeah, the the um movie is called Dream of a Life. Is it Dream of a Life? Yeah, it is. What did I feel like that sounds so wrong? Anyway. Dreams yeah, of a Life, but it's, yeah. Dreams, yes. Dreams of a Life, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, um, as usual, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc., 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 at Two Girls, One Doc. Um... You know where to find um, me. You don't need to hear it all again. That's it. Yeah, literally, literally. Thanks, guys, to everyone who's been listening to our episode. We really appreciate you. Like, we really do. You guys are real ones. You are, and we do. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> all right, then, guys. Bye. Bye. I can't come down. What are you looking at? I'm looking. I'm looking at his bedroom window. It's just a tiny bit creepy, but this is what we've been reduced to. I'm Katrin Nye, an investigative journalist. A year ago, I found out about a company called Madbird. Seemed like the perfect job. Loads of good clients that they'd worked with previously, like big brands like Facebook, Samsung. Madbird is a creative agency. It does graphic design work, makes things like websites, apps, social media content. Dozens of people from all over the world work there. You hear about startups that explode all the time and all these people who are billionaires because of it. I didn't meet anyone in person. The whole thing was just online. That's when alarm bells started ringing. The problem is that the company is not real. It's not that. The email had the evidence of how we never worked through Samsung or Facebook. Everything had everything was just basically fake. I've spent the last year trying to figure out how on earth so many people ended up working for a fake company. It's very nice, very real. No one in my organization has any idea.
I'm definitely not a graphic designer. I'm a health and safety consultant. What is going on? And who was behind this insane online con? This guy fooled all of us. You shattered people's dreams. You shattered my dreams. You didn't create any opportunities for anyone.